Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Monday, March 14th, 2022. Stand up for your country. Tired of Ukraine, Putin, and all this stuff? Americans are. Uh, this weekend, they tuned out. Uh, I understand. Spring coming. St. Patrick's Day this week. You know, it's grim. The news is grim. And every day, it's very similar. Well, tonight, we have different Ukraine, Putin media news for you. I'm going to slow the pace down because I don't want anybody to mishear or misunderstand. This is very important, what we're going to tell you tonight. Okay, so uh, on that front, Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, is going to have a virtual speech in front of Congress on Wednesday. All right, he did that to uh, the House of Lords and the House of Commons in London. He's doing it here. You know, we'll cover it. I don't expect to hear anything different. There are peace negotiations underway. I do expect uh, sometime in the near future that there will be a ceasefire. But Putin's not going to do that until he can carve out a large piece of Ukraine for Russia. But I, I believe that the economic sanctions will strangle Putin's economy. And, you know, he'll take it up to the line. But I could be wrong, of course. Now, it is simply amazing on how much death and destruction is being caused by one man, Putin. He's a monster. This isn't about his uh, Politburo or the people of Russia. Nobody over there outside of the real fanatical Putin people want this. It's him. So whenever you hear anyone, whether it be a politician, a foreign leader, a pundit here in the USA, stick up for Putin. You got to take measure of that. This man is a war criminal. He is responsible for the deaths of women and children, innocent women and children, and the destruction of an entire country. Okay, now, a media story about Putin is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. Over the weekend, a far-left rag named Mother Jones printed a story with the headline, Leaked Kremlin Memo to Russian Media. It is essential to feature Tucker Carlson. That was the headline of the story. It was written by a guy named David Korn, C-O-R-N, who is in the Vile Human Being Hall of Fame. Long time horror this guy. Now, Mother Jones would have you believe that someone inside the Russian government leaked them a memo ordering the Russian media to use Tucker Carlson. That's what they want the readers to believe. Okay, so the first question comes to mind is, why would they leak a memo like that to an obscure publication which nobody reads and very few have even heard of, Mother Jones. Why wouldn't they leak that to the Washington Post or the New York Times or a big publication? That's question number one. Number two, who leaked this so-called memo? Mother Jones won't say. It's anonymous sources. So I guess Mother Jones is protecting someone inside the Kremlin doesn't want 
to say who that person is or even describe what position that person might hold? All right, these are, these are just logical questions. Why Mother Jones and why not identify the person who sent you the memo? Third, the Russian government hasn't verified this memo. You would think they'd be right on it, right? Tucker Carlson sticking up for us, right? Wouldn't they do that? Wouldn't they want the world to know? What's the downside for Putin? No downside. They haven't verified it. Doesn't matter. As soon as this comes out, the left-wing websites on the Internet pick it up. Boom. It's out there. So Carson sitting there going, what the deuce is this? As I did in, let me get the exact year, 2015, February 19th. The same publication, Mother Jones, the same guy, David Korn, wrote a defamatory article saying that I fabricated my reporting overseas. It was a total lie, 100% lie. And if not for a man named Don Brown, who was the NBC bureau chief covering South America at the time, and I was working for CBS, okay? I wasn't working for him. I didn't even know him. He came out and said, that's bull. What O'Reilly reported was damn good. Now, did anybody retract? Did Mother Jones? No, no, no. The damage was done because Mother Jones wanted to take me out, as it does Tucker Carlson. Wants to take him off the board. And that's what these people do. But the horror of it all is that the other Internet news sites just pick it up and spit it out to the world. Unbelievable corruption. Now, I disagree with Tucker Carlson's coverage of the Ukraine war. A hundred percent disagree. In fact, I did investigating over the weekend, and I have excellent sources. Can I tell you who they are? So I'm not reporting this as fact. I'm reporting what I was told. And this is about the bioweapons lab in Ukraine. That story is bogus. So when the Soviet Union left Ukraine, it also left a number of nuclear and bioweapons scattered around the country. Okay? They're called hot spots. We have one on Long Island, Plum Island. Okay? So the United States under Obama, Trump, and now Biden funds a laboratory to clean up those hot spots. That's the story. It's not... Ukraine with American money is making some diabolical bioweapon, as implied by some commentators. That's not true. It's a cleanup site. Now, if you don't believe me, just think about it. Three presidents, they're going to fund a bioweapons lab in close proximity to Russia? Where if Russia comes across, that's the first thing they see. That's what they're going to do. 
Come on. All right. But if you go on the right wing websites, you'll see bioweapons lab funded by USA. You see what I mean? It's totally out of control. The American people don't know what the deuce to think. But when you attack a human being, i.e. Tucker Carlson, and try to take him out using some kind of ridiculous report, it's just unbelievably wrong. Carlson's entitled to his opinion. He's entitled to say what he thinks. You don't like it, you don't like it. Don't watch it. All right? My job is to give you the truth. Now, maybe my sources, again, if you read Killing the Killers, you'll you'll know what kind of sources we have inside the intelligence community in the United States. But my sources say, clean up lab. Maybe they're lying to me. Possible, but not probable. You don't think Donald Trump is going to allow that? Do you really? Do you really think that? Okay. That is the talking points memo. American journalists killed by Russian forces. You know, I said this in private conversation. I didn't say it on the air because I didn't want to get into a what could happen, speculatory situation. But I knew that Russian troops would kill any journalist. Doesn't have to be American if there was an opportunity, and they have. Brent Renault, brilliant journalist from all accounts, and his partner, Juan Ariando, was wounded. All right, so they were up covering a refugee situation as they should have, and the Russians uh, were there, and the Russians just shot at them. And um, Mr. Renault was killed. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA with more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers? I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding Fast Growing Trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com, use promo code Bill at checkout. Now, I'm not gonna tell you about my background here, but I was in the same situation as he was in uh, Argentina, and to a lesser extent in El Salvador. There's nobody around who would tech me, and I knew that the army in Argentina and the muchachos, the guerrillas in El Salvador, would shoot me. They were perfectly capable of that. Not only me, but any gringo. Okay, so I 
you know, our condolences to his family. And I mean, the guy was a brilliant journalist, and I hope somebody writes a book about him. Okay, let's get into more propaganda. And this is unbelievable. So I told you, and I'll run this after we have Bernie Goldberg going to comment on my uh, on my comments, going to comment on my comments. (laughs) He's going to assess what I'm saying, but I'm going to do the oil thing after Bernie. But I will tell you that I told you last week that a New York Times fact checked article which said that Biden was not responsible for the rise in American gas prices was bogus. All right. So the Biden administration picked up that article on March 11th. This was on a flight back, I guess it was uh, from Fort Worth. Andrew Bates is the voice you will hear. He works for Biden. Go. The New York Times had a very conclusive fact check yesterday. Headline was Republicans wrongly blame Biden for rising gas prices. Uh, And so I think it's important to note that independent arbiters in the press uh, have consulted experts and they have deemed that these attacks are disingenuous. Independent. (laughs) Yeah, okay. So I knew that was going to happen. And here's what I told you. That was March 11th. Here's what I said on March 10th. Go. So why is the New York Times putting that on page one? Rank propaganda, blatantly dishonest. Why? Two reasons. First, to prop up Joe Biden, who's getting hammered. But second, and most importantly, the New York Times knows the climate change warriors are on the run. The number one issue for the New York Times is climate change and changing America's capitalistic system into a quasi-social economic system under the guise of improving the planet climate-wise. Okay, joining us now from North Carolina is the purveyor of BernardGoldberg.com, a very good website. You guys should check in with uh, Bernie regularly. And I just said a a lot. Yeah, you did. Okay. So you take it where you want to take it. Go. Let me start out with uh, the the war correspondent who was killed. Um, Over the last two years, 96 journalists have been killed. This year, at least five independent journalists were killed in Mexico alone. So forgive me if I'm stating the obvious, but dictators, authoritarian thugs, criminals, none of them want journalists nosing into their business. So I don't think there's anybody on the planet who thinks that Vladimir Putin is happy that journalists in general and journalists with cameras in particular are covering the war because they expose the violations, the human rights violations, the war crimes that he's committing. And I hate to say this, and boy, do I hate, do, do I hope I'm wrong, but some of the people you're watching on a daily and nightly basis doing live shots from balconies in, in Kiev Boy, I hope they're all okay. I hope they all come out in one piece. But they are in very, very dangerous, very dangerous situation. 
Yeah, that's uh, why I didn't say what my prediction was, because I didn't want to be the Grim Reaper, but I knew. And, and not only that, but journalists cannot go to the bio lab. They can't go to the uh, nuclear reactors. They have to stay where the Ukrainians control the situation because the Russian army will shoot them dead because the Russian army knows no one will hold them accountable. It's like the Mexican government are not going to hold the cartel members accountable for killing the journalists in Mexico. They right. didn't get away with it, so why not do it? So it is ultra dangerous, and everybody should understand that those people over there, uh, those journalists, are heroes. Now, what about this rank propaganda? I gave you the Mother Jones yeah. Um, yeah. and the bioweapons example because I wanted to show left and right. What do you think about that? Well, here's where we may have an interesting discussion. Uh, I don't know if the Mother Jones report is true or not. I mean, I'm willing to accept your take on it, that they're out to get certain people. I'm willing to accept that, but I don't know. But I do know this. After Tucker Carlson did one of the stupidest commentaries in the history of stupid cable news commentaries, the Russian state TV ran the segment he did with subtitles. And let me tell you what he did. And, and more importantly, let me tell your audience what he did. He went on television and he said, why do we hate, this is one day before the, the tanks rolled into Ukraine. Why do we hate Vladimir Putin so much? He didn't call us a racist, did he? He didn't call us, he, did, he doesn't manufacture fentanyl. He didn't take our middle-class jobs away. So why do we hate him so much? Well, here, here's what he left out of his questions. We hate him so much because he's an authoritarian thug, because he doesn't tolerate any dissent, that he poisons people in his own country who disagree with him. And because he was on the verge of launching the biggest ground war in Europe in more than 75 years. But Tucker Carlson was, def you know, so there's, there was an old term, which I know you know, Bill, uh, in the Soviet days called a useful idiot, uh, uh, a Westerner, an American, who went along with Stalin or whoever, not knowing what he was really doing. Tucker Carlson knows what he was doing. He was appealing to the most extreme wing of his audience. That's what he was doing. And he well, was there defending is a, there Vladimir is a possibility that, that uh, first of all, Carlson's entitled to say what he wants to say. You would agree with that, right? Uh, well, yes, as long as you agree that I'm entitled to call him a dope for doing okay. it. Well, and you're I'm on the air and here and we'll put Carlson and, on if he wants to come on. But, and, I'm, and I'm aware that in, uh, more than a few people watching us right now are fans of Tucker Carlson, yeah, but I won't pander to them. I won't pander to them. Well, you never do, he and, and uh, that's why we, we put you on. But, but let me play devil's advocate here. So Carlson may believe that it's not worth uh, the United States leading the charge against a totalitarian guy, and I don't think Tucker would, would uh, deny that, because the stakes in Ukraine aren't high enough, and that you know, Putin's not threatening us directly. He just wants Ukraine. And for whatever reason, Carlson thinks that's not OK, but it doesn't justify getting us down the road to a bigger confrontation. I think if that's you, his his thinking. If, Would you disagree if, with that? Well, let me let me give you my take on it. If he had said and I think this is what you're implying, if he had said 
I don't think it's worth sending Americans to fight there. I'd say that's fine. By the way, not only do I agree with that, but I think he's certainly more than entitled to that opinion. But he didn't say that. He said, why do we hate Vladimir Putin as much as we do? That's a dumb question. And it's a cynical question because even Tucker Carlson knows that Vladimir Putin is the monster that you said he was a few minutes ago. He did it for a reason. What's the reason? To appeal to the fringe of his audience. That's not a good enough reason for me. Okay. What percentage of Americans do you believe are not sympathetic to Putin? I don't think there are hardly any sympathetic, but are basically so distrustful of the Biden administration that they are skeptical of any action against anybody at this point. What percentage of Americans do you think fall into that category? Well, I, I think just broadly speaking, there's a lot of skepticism because of something else you said earlier. You don't know who to trust anymore. But but in particular, I think only the hard, crazy right-wing fringe uh, is, a, is a fan of Putin. There was a, a white supremacist rally and, and they started chanting Putin, Putin, Putin in a positive way. Th- this is only fringe screwballs who, who actually like Putin. Um, you know, 99% of Americans, especially now seeing on television what he's doing, uh, despise right, the so, guy. So I agree with your assessment that I, I wouldn't put it at 99, I put it at 95. So 95% of Americans, they want this Putin guy to be crushed. Now, most don't want, and all the polls demonstrate this, most don't want American soldiers on the ground. It's evenly divided among uh, air power, but I will tell you that Polish jets going up in Ukraine airspace is just what Putin wants, because he'll knock them out of the sky like that, and then he can go to his own people and say, see, I told you, they're a big threat, so now we got to do X, Y, and Z. So that's what's going on with the jets. But about 5% of the people do sympathize with Putin for whatever crazy reason. Carlson's got to know that he's staking out territory that <laughs> might come back to bite him, don't you think? Yeah. Carlson's a yeah. smart yeah. guy. He's, yeah, he's not do. a dummy. I do think that. And you know when it came back to bite him? Less than 24 hours later when the tanks rolled in and he was out on that limb all by himself. it didn't come back himself. to bite him because his numbers are still pretty strong. People well, did not I bail. Mean, but one day later... One day later, not one week later, not one month later, one day later, he said, oh, I just want to make clear what Vladimir Putin did last night when he rolled his tanks into Ukraine. This war is on him. He was wrong. Well, why did he say that one day after he, he, said, he said it because management told him to say it? OK. All right. I mean, okay. you want the truth. That's the truth. I'm willing to accept that. I hope so. All right. Um, last question here. By the way, do you think that's a do you if you believe in something and management tells you to well, say look, it, it's a matter of do I keep my job or, or what? They didn't order him. Hey, look, I know what happened. They didn't order him to say anything. That's he's way too powerful for Fox right. management to do that. But they said and they rightly said Fox management wasn't wrong. You're putting us in a difficult spot here. Right. Okay, right. if there's if there's any window where you see 
you know, the other side of the story, maybe it's you should let that go tonight. And, and, and what do you Fox think the management was absolutely correct in saying that they got thousands of employees, you know, and those employees, a lot of them are, are getting a little nervous about this. Last word. I don't blame him. What would you say if if uh, uh, somebody on Fox or any channel said what he said, but had really, really crummy ratings? What do you think would well, they're happen? Gone, they're gone then. Exactly. But they, exactly. if you have crummy ratings, but I shouldn't say that because CNN has the worst ratings I've ever seen, and they're going to fire 50% of their personnel over there. But they've lasted for years. So it's a different game than it was when I started The Factor and when you were a contributor on The Factor. It's a far different game right now. Because there's only one thing that trumps money, only one thing, I and that's ide ideology. Right, right. All right, Bernie, BernardGoldberg.com is the place. After you finish with BillOReilly.com, you whip right on over there, and you'll know everything. Thanks, Bernie. We always appreciate it. Thanks, Bill. Bye-bye. All right, so the oil price uh, propaganda. I want to just get back now. I'm a little repetitive here, but it's all important. Um, today is like, like $4.40 average for a gallon of gasoline in this country. Under Trump, it was $2.50. Putin's responsible for some of it, but Biden's responsible for most of that. Here's what I said on March 10th. Go. The circumstances were the same for Biden and for Trump. COVID. Not many people working. Okay, all of that. Yet Trump kept the gallon of gas at $2.50. It rose a buck under Biden in 13 months. A dollar. No Putin. Again, no Putin. Why? Because Biden attacked the fossil fuel industry and the industry itself pulled back because it knew all the regulations and all the hoops it had to jump through to market, to harvest oil, wasn't going to make him a lot of money because Biden was going to try to prevent that. That's why it happened. Okay, so I got a bunch of letters uh, that said, what, what exactly did Biden do to drive up gas prices? So I'm going to give you three areas, okay? Number one, as soon as Biden took office, he eliminated all subsidies for fossil fuels. So in various corporations and various industries, the government helps the companies to some extent. Okay. Ethanol is for example, well, Biden stopped all that debt. So the fossil fuel companies took a big financial hit. All right. The second was regulations. So in order to drill uh, Saki, oh, we have 9,000 uh, permits issued. Well, you have, to, you have to go through a million hoops to put a drill in the ground. And those hoops were increased, all right, whether it be the use of equipment or what you could do with it or how much you could harvest. It was regulation after regulation after regulation. And the third thing was Executive Order 14057 to make the government, the federal government of the United States, carbon neutral by 2050, all right? So the the fossil fuel companies know more regulations are coming, okay? Because if you're going to be carbon neutral in 27 years, 28 years, you have to have more regulations. So they're not going to explore and look for fossil fuels if they know the government's going to shut down what they find because it takes a while to harvest this stuff. 
So that's what happened for those of you who, and those were good questions, good letters. And in, on the private sector, there are just buku drilling lawsuits. Every time a, a company goes into an area and they say, well, we're going to do shale or, or we're going to do coal, bang, there's lawsuits, some of them by the federal government, some by the state, some by independents, lawsuit after lawsuit after lawsuit. Okay? So the final thing is that, that drilling uh, permits, impossible to get right now on federal land, which is where all the oil is up in Alaska. And on private land, it's hard to get. Okay, let's uh, segue into the gay law in Florida. This is a fascinating story. I told you last week that Florida was absolutely correct to ban school teachers from discussing um, gender topics. Let's do that from kindergarten to third grade. So very liberal guy, Bill Maher, picked that up. Go. I think it's only, they're talking about kindergarten to third grade. So right. we're talking about yeah. very young kids who, you know, as always with this stuff, you know, there's, there's, there's not like there's no kernel of truth in that maybe kids that young shouldn't be thinking about sex at all. Yeah. So Disney inserted itself in this. And um, the CEO, Bob Chapik, now says, or Chapik, whatever his name is, that Disney's not going to give any more money to Florida politicians. They had donated 250000 to some Republicans in Florida. Well, that's going to stop because Chapik or Chapik doesn't like this law. Okay? But DeSantis, the governor of the state, says this. Go. First graders shouldn't have uh, woke gender ideology imposed in their curriculums. And that is what we're standing for, because we're standing for the kids and we're standing for the parents. Uh, and I can tell you this, there, the chance that I am going to back down from my commitment to students and back down from my commitment to parents' rights yeah. simply because of fraudulent media narratives or pressure from woke corporations the chances of that are zero. Okay, so DeSantis, he's laying the groundwork for presidential run. Philadelphia, the DA there, Larry Krasner, funded heavily by George Soros. Okay, now Krasner does not like to enforce the law. As a result, Philadelphia has hit 100 homicides so far in 2022, and it's only what, March 14th? 100 homicides. This is a record so far in any given year. Now, I write a column. My Sunday column is posted at noon. It's on BillOReilly.com about the guy behind Krasner and all of the other far-left prosecutors who are destroying the criminal justice system in America. The column is entitled The Prince of Darkness. It is about George Soros. I hope you read it again. The column is on BillOReilly.com. China. You know, everybody thinks that China is this uh, monolithic country. It's going to challenge the USA. And, you know, it's almost a myth growing up about the power of China. China is a chaotic country. You should know that. Most people live in abject poverty. The government obviously denies all freedoms. Some people make money in China, but most people don't. And it's always a fragile balancing act with the communist government in Beijing. Well, now China announces that they got a huge new problem with Omicron COVID. 
All right. In fact, um, it's and, and this reporting is not accurate. But on March 13th, they had 1,500 new cases in China of this COVID. Now, I don't know what the vaccine situation in China is. I, I'd like to know. Did American pharmaceutical companies ship vaccine over there? Or did Chinese scientists develop it? I don't know. We're looking into it. But China, unlike the United States, where this Omicron has pretty much subsided, China is now in the middle of another COVID thing. All right, back in the USA, Tom Brady, uh, who I know a little. I always liked him. Not pompous, not arrogant, regular guy. Uh, good family, uh, raised in California, traditional family upbringing. You know, I, I've always admired him on and off the field. Well, he is now unretired. So he's coming back to play at age 45 at the Tampa Bay Bucks. So he retired for 40 days, and now he's coming back. Look, more power to him, but I don't know if that's a good look. Because if some could say you're manipulating the media. I don't like it when big stars put their private lives out, take all these pictures, of their children and this and that, and here I am doing this. And I don't think that's good. My opinion, I could be wrong. The less media for superstars, the better. But anyway, I'm looking forward to watching Brady play as selfish, but careful. That media will bite you. This day in history, March 14, 2004, Vladimir Putin re-elected president of Russia. This is really great. So 18 years ago, he runs against a guy named Nikolay Haritanov. All right. And Haritanov loses to Putin. What a shock. You know what the count was? 72% to 14%. You think we got election problems here? He Putin beats Haritanov 72 to 14. Why? Because all the vote counters in Russia work for the Kremlin. <laughs> They're all paid by the government. And they count the votes in secret. Nobody sees them. There's no tabulation. <laughs> so Putin is dictator for life over there now. All right. But he got reelected 18 years ago today. Quick break. Big mail segment. And a final thought. You younger people, I'm talking 40 and below. Older people, I think, will appreciate that final thought, too. But this is for you. The final thought coming up right back. Everything is expensive these days. You know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. 
So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, let's get to the mail. Um, Michael on the message boards. Biolab or no biolab, it does not excuse what Russia is doing in Ukraine. Absolutely true. Biolab thing, even if it turns out that America was stupid and helping Ukraine develop biological weapons, which to me is inconceivable, there's no excuse for Putin. Tom, there's definitely a bigger story to the Wuhan lab incident that we the people have been told Fauci has dirt on his hands. Fauci didn't tell the truth. The National Institute of Health, which he headed, did give money to the Wuhan lab. All right. But the money was supposedly being done to come up with defenses against viruses. That's where we are now on it. Julia Davis, Las Vegas. Bill, you made a comment in the mail segment saying the most corrupt corporate media wants Putin to succeed because of ties to Trump. I may have misspoke. I got one other letter on this. I meant that the corrupt corporate media wants Biden to succeed because they hated Trump so much. So I just want to clarify that, Julia, if I did misspeak. I, I do this. There's no teleprompter here. I do this all up the top of my head. Sometimes I misspeak. But let me know. Brian Fisher, Galveston, Texas. Bill, I was wondering what your thoughts are regarding the post-Ukraine invasion. Should Putin succeed? Will the world, and more importantly, the Biden administration, have enough courage to continue the sanctions? I think they will, but I'm not sure. Maybe some kind of deal will be reached that Putin pulls back in return for X, Y, and Z. But I'm not going to speculate because that's a waste of time. I don't know. Brad, concierge member. Thank you, Brad. How long would Putin and she tolerate George Soros if he was in their countries? Mm, 30 seconds and you'd never see Soros again. Alice, so many people have no idea who George Soros is. Your column will be sent to my friends to read. Excellent. Thank you very much, Alice. Let's get that out. Barbara Orr, Monroe, Washington. George Soros owns stock in Disney. Disney has had a downward spiral of woke. Um, but I think Soros is an influencer. I don't think so. What drives the wokeness at Disney is Hollywood. All of those uber liberal people out there in the entertainment industry, Disney wants to work with them. That's what does it. Celeste Stanafidis, New York City. Just a thought. Trump's 2024 campaign slogan should be put the country back together. You know, Celeste, I don't follow this stuff. Um, I think there's something about save America in play with the Trump folks, but I'm not sure. Brian Pierce, West Boylston, Massachusetts. That's Boston. 
Bill, can you please explain what the heck environmental racism is? Fox 25 did a whole segment on it. Environmental racism is poor housing and that poor people, many of whom are African-American, live near pollution. That's what it is. And we should give all the uh, poor people in America better housing. Give it to them. Jerome, I bill first time right in for me, but you said something I would like to know where you got it. You said that Jesus was a stone cutter. I always thought he was a carpenter, which is why you should read Killing Jesus. So why wouldn't Joseph and his son Jesus be carpenters? There weren't many trees in Judea. In fact, the Romans had to reuse crosses. The cross Jesus was nailed to was used before because there weren't trees. People lived in stone dwellings, which is just one of a million things you'll learn from killing Jesus during Lent. Jerome, uh, no, that was Jerome. So I hope you read the book, Jerome. Joanne, in Bill's discussion of climate change, he said he wanted pristine air, but without the entire world on board, it won't happen. Yes, but in the United States, we should set the standard. Should the cleanest air and water possible here. Absolutely. Okay, um, last call for lifework.com. That is Geraldo Rivera's charity on autism on um, April 1st, April Fool's Day. I'll be giving the keynote address to the benefit for LifeWork, L-I-F-E-W-O-R-C.com is the website. Almost sold out. Don't want to disappoint, but you can give donations to help autistic people and other people in need. And Geraldo's been doing this for 50 years, which is why I'm doing the keynote for him on April 1st, the Garden City Hotel on Long Island. Again, almost sold out. If you want to see us live, you got to get there now. Also, I'll be in uh, Genesee Theater, Waukegan, Illinois, March 31st, the night before. This is just a live show for fun. And I hope you all come and see us in association with WLS Radio. Um, Killing the Killers out May 3rd, coming up fast. Pre-order from us, and the pre-orders are big. You get a free Regret Your 2020 Vote Yet sticker. You'll love this book. And finally, uh, Stand Up For Your Country mugs. Uh, They are going fast, and we don't want you to be shut out again. So if you want them, get them now. Word of the day. No flap doodle, F-L-A-P-D-O-O-D-L-E. When writing to BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name in town if you wish to opine. Final thought in a moment. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
All right, here's the final thought of the day directed toward younger people. Your appearance matters. I know it's shallow, but we live in a shallow country. People judge you on how you look. Now, it didn't always, it wasn't always that way. When I was your age during the Woodstock years, the Vietnam War years, if you looked like a bum, that was cool and chic. All right? So there were a lot of, I don't know, unkept folks back in the 60s and early 70s. She's not so unkept. No, that's a guy. (laughs) Anyway, now it's different. So in the marketplace, you got to look good. You got, you just got, and it's a discipline. So every day you should have grooming, two grooming sessions, one in the morning, one in the evening. Brush your teeth three times a day. Keep them. Keep those teeth. All right. Your complexion, very important. Three times a day, wash your face. Okay, keep yourself well-groomed. It will pay off huge, but it is a discipline. Sometimes you're tired. Do it anyway. I'm looking out for you. We'll see you tomorrow.